Welcome back to Movie Trailer Reviews Podcast. Your host Chris here with Ro, and we are here to review the film The Duke. In 1961, Kimpton Buttons, a 60-year-old taxi driver, tells a portrait of the Duke of Wellington from the National Gallery in London, and is directed by Roger Mitchell. Uh, and uh, yeah, let's jump right in there. What do you think? Uh, so I always forget how much I like these kinds of movies, just because. These are the kinds of stories that are just super random that turn out to be based on real things that I always end up thinking are really hilarious. Mm-hmm. And this and this one is really well acted. It's got an all star cast. I'm never mad to see how the Marin. Uh, hell, I'm never I'm never mad to see any of the lead characters in this. But it was just kind of really funny. It took a minute to get into it because I didn't know what was going on. But it's really interesting to see this guy's like mindset play out especially when he's like for the greater good all the time mm-hmm. what do you think yeah it's i didn't know until the end that i was like wait is this really a true story i didn't even, i didn't know until the very very end i was like wait did this really really fucking happen and you're like oh wait it it actually did <laughs> you're just like oh okay um also it's also you know it's that but also um this one of the stories that the real stuff is is, is what's kind of happening underneath. So it's really also the story of grief and and how people handle and deal with grief or the lack or refuse of, to or refuse to deal with grief, um and and how that can affect people, right? Um also you know uh, is partly that and also the idea of you know being um very staunchly you know idealistic about your, your ideals and what you want to do and and you know making a point at all costs and you're just like all right all right as sometimes do just just pay the television license like like is it worth all this trouble and for some people the answer is yes but everybody else yeah. looking at them going like hell no what that's wrong with you you know for him the answer is always yes yeah you know and and that it's not always good or 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 bad it's, it's not a always yes or no answer and that sometimes you you it's easy to kind of look past the real issue because you're like oh this person is being them again like it's oh Kimpton's being Kimpton again right you know and sometimes he has good points like there's a moment in here where he stands up for his coworker uh who's basically getting racially profiled like basically he's getting racially you know dealing with racial discrimination he gets fired for it and you're like good on you but then at the same time you're like but you just tell your wife you were going to try to keep a job this time Right. But it also, for me, I like the way that they never say it, but it's also very clear that they're playing into the idea of people who have a savior complex Mm -hmm. and what that can do when you're kind of trying to find your way and you never quite find it, but Mm -hmm. you never stop believing that that's who you're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's a little Don Quixote-ish, but, you know, Don Quixote... No, he never got the girl. Definitely tilted at some windmills, mm-hmm. but he made a really good friend, and he figured out who he was supposed to be and what that meant at the end. So I really enjoyed it because the byplay between the two lead characters really does kind of dig into who matters. Because he kept saying the greater good, but you can the whole movie is about watching what his crusade was doing to his actual people right. who he swore to care about. Right. Right. You're so blinded by your ideals that, yeah. you know, you know, you're, you're 
It's the principle of the matter. All right, cool. But like, what does that really mean? I mean, you're 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 saying it's for the principle. It's I got to do this, but then your wife is having to, you know, scrub 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 uh, people's houses on their hands and knees to cover for the fact that you 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 ain't got ain't keeping no job. Like, come on, bro. Like, and not just not keeping a job. What about her sense of dignity, her sense of integrity? What mm-hmm. about what makes her who she is? Could you imagine if you basically had to spend a significant more amount of your life eating shit from like bosses and people around you that you didn't or probably ordinarily wouldn't have, but you have to because he won't? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like she can't afford to get fired, they'll lose their home. Their kids don't have anywhere to go, and he's raised two kids who are super anti-establishment mm-hmm. right. <laughs> to the point of being criminal. So she's got no support system, mm-hmm. and he can't keep a promise. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I I think it's I think it's really interesting. I don't think this story would have worked if they'd taken something out of a, a U.S. history moment, simply because I don't think you'd have found somebody whose motives were even as altruistic as this guy is in America. Right. Right. And, it's kind of not built this way. Well, and I think that's the thing, right? It's this is a I don't want to say uniquely British, but it's definitely a uniquely not American story, <laughs> right? Um, in the way it works, and and also the fact that you know, like you said, showing all the sides of you know, what really happens when you try to stand up for your principle, and sometimes standing up for your principle isn't enough, right? There are consequences of those actions, like just because. You're like you said, just because you're not taking the shit doesn't mean somebody else that you love isn't right. And right. it's kind of learning that lesson of having to uh, deal with that and and compromise and and and, and do that. And and, and the, uh, the the background of all this is the and they don't talk too much about it, but the I mean, they give you a little bit of. Uh, I think at one point they do talk a little bit more of what happened to their daughter who died, and the guilt that he feels from that. And so there's a guilt that. Both Kempton Fields and Dorothy, his wife, played by Helen Marin, you know, kind of feel, and they handle it a different way. She basically closes off and doesn't want to talk about it at all, right? He still, it feels like he became even more of this hero complex, but where it's he was probably this way before, but after his daughter died, it was it felt like it was more of a well, I couldn't save her, but I can do this thing. I have control over this. And, right. and neither or I one of them, and this I have thing. to do this, right? And, and neither one of them are are the right answer, right? You can't be too much of one side, so you have to kind of blend that. Um, and so, yeah, and that's what the story is. It's again, it is it's definitely not for everyone. It's it's what is this like an hour and a half? Yeah, about an hour and a half. Yeah, hour and a half, hour and thirty six minutes. Um, and um. Yeah, like I said, I think it's 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 got humor, but it's that that British humor, <laughs> if you will, which so, I like. <laughs> yeah, but I I think it's important it's to growing say growing on me the more we watch these things, though. I think, yeah, it's um, they definitely do things differently, and again, I think that's the thing you have to you have to be aware of that because, like I said, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the way the trial happened. I was like, oh yeah, it definitely would have worked in America. <laughs> right but that's like one that. of the yeah. things that i like about these movies when we get yeah. them that they're not set in america in yeah. the united states because of how the solicitor and the criminal system is set up in the in the uk when you're putting it on the screen mm-hmm. the way that you get to do the trial 
actually gives you a way to have more. Mm-hmm. You know, where the cameras are set up, how you stage the room, what it looks like, where the judge sits, where like where the jury is or or where the gallery is where people are. All mm-hmm. those things give like a, such a complete different feel to a movie that has a courtroom element in it, right? Right. And this is I I I you know I watch costume dramas and you know I watch a lot of TV that's from the UK. I mean, we know this about me. But one of the things I like when they start to pick more contemporary elements about this is like if you are listening to this guy talk, we all know somebody who thinks like he does politically, especially in the US now. Like, you know, he's got very, very clear lines about what he thinks is right or wrong. He doesn't really want to hear anybody else's take on it, even if they agree with his ultimate goal, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, the moment that you were talking about where he just stands up to defend his friend at work, Mm -hmm. he did it even though his friend was saying, stop. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Don't you don't understand it's different from be quiet right you're you're just, you're just making it worse right you know yeah and as a black person watching that scene i can't tell you how many times somebody non-black has felt like they needed to say something for me mm-hmm. that has ended up causing me all kinds of trouble as soon as they got to go blithely on their merry little way mm-hmm. and it's it's just really interesting that you can see him talking about it. it's like oh yeah no one in here speaks truth to power or you know you he's definitely going to want to hear me or you know this is about social justice or you know i want to help people and do for the greater good and everybody who's directly related to him is like the greater good what about your family and i think it's painful to realize that the reason why he's clutching on this is because he in inside of himself he has to admit he's failed his family and mm-hmm. that feeling is even more depressing because it ties in back directly to the fact that he feels guilty about the death of his child yeah yeah and yeah and and uh, i think that's Again, it's the way they tell the story, again, it's not for everyone. Everybody's not going to, it's not something I would say, oh, yeah, go out, rush out and go see the Duke. But, like, it's a, it's a very niche um, audience. But I think folks that like these kind of films, especially these kind of foreign or uh, British films, um, would, would enjoy this. Because, like you said, it's got that kind of humor, the timing, and then even the story of what they're, they're talking about in terms of things like people who... Um, have this hero savior complex, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and even then, without spoiling it, you know, some of the decisions that were made that he isn't making, you end up seeing it's like, oh, you know, maybe you weren't being as selfish. Because even it, there's there's a, there's also this idea of, and I think that's part of the conversation at one point that Dorothy even has with him. Sometimes these things that are 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 cloaked in being for other people and for the common man and are are uh, for me saving someone, they're still very selfish. Right. Right. So there's that as well. A lot of people make it seem like because I'm I'm taking a stand in a position that is for the greater good, I therefore cannot be selfish. But the but that's not true, right? 
your right. actions in, in in what you're doing can very well be selfish. Like like a lot of this stuff, and I'm not gonna lie, I I didn't. Apparently, they still do this, and maybe we do it too. And I just don't know. But like the television tax they have, I'm like, oh wait, you guys are going around and actually paying that shit? Oh no, we pay it. We pay yeah, it. we just don't see. Yeah, yeah, we I just don't we just don't see it like that. And so it's like it's out of sight, out of mind. These motherfuckers are really going around and like. You know, you, you he took it out of his box, stuff like that. But it's like everybody else in your family. Wait, you've it. never had an assessor come to your door? Hell no. Is that just like a country thing? It might be. I've never had this happen. Because like I've recently? actually seen the property tax person come to my parents' door before. Recently? When I was younger. Okay, like, okay, okay. That now, means... But look, I'm not so ancient that it's I'm that really about the same age. I'm just saying that's right, long but enough. My mom, my mom says she even still clocks their car driving around the neighborhood doing the physical surveys of the house you to determine if they're going to raise the taxes. We've definitely, yeah, okay, but again, I'm from North Carolina. I live in an, uh, it's more, it's more of a settled area now, but it's, it's still outside of a major city center. And it's a little bit country and we pay taxes into a town, not the major city. So, mm, OK, OK, OK. Yeah. So okay. You, there are there are still places where you can get. Well, I think, that, you know, we person. I remember at some point where somebody bringing that up about uh, when um, uh, I was listening to a podcast, they were like, is this illegal? They were talking about how someone their house burned down because they hadn't paid the, the tax for like the 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 uh fire department or something like that and i was like yeah no there's that stuff doesn't happen in some places yeah yeah that's just not illegal yeah, yeah it's not illegal like, it's not illegal that shit does happen um yeah, like a lot of people don't know that it's actually technically illegal in a lot of places now to not be on the grid yeah now you and i know the reason why it is is because they don't want you to realize that if you get a good installed solar system with battery backups that can take the overflow you can run your own house like it's a whole little city and you don't need to be on the grid. Mm -hmm. They don't want you dropping wells because then you'll exercise your water rights. And if you find out that somebody's encroaching or polluting your water, you have a direct case for uh, under the Clean Water Act. But all of these things exist in the United States in a way that we as citizens and people don't actually empower ourselves to know at a state, mm -hmm. local and federal level. But I have noticed that a lot of my friends, particularly in the UK, and it's probably because they have to go through things like the NIH to get healthcare, or like, you know, go to one mm -hmm. window, you pay one bill and it's for everything. They have a lot of more of a higher awareness of like this kind of day to day stuff. Yeah, I was like, yeah, because like, yeah, I, I see it on the bill, but you just, you, you don't think about it. But this guy, clearly, well, I was more thinking about the fact that. Wait, these motherfuckers are really sitting outside actually looking at that shit? Mm -hmm. Like, I haven't seen that in a while. Or ever, so... I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just old enough to have been some... to have lived somewhere where I may or may not have participated in dismantling a system for how people got cable because the physical assessments were happening in the neighborhood. I neither confirmed or not <laughs> that I know exactly how that you need to move and what you need to move on outside your house but those things still happen just in the u.s they're they're much more stealthy about it yeah. like they would have gone out taken the pictures proved that he had like the cathode ray as like they'd have taken the register and he'd got a bill and then if he didn't pay the bill they'd have just had the police come and pick him up they wouldn't have come to the door and tried to collect the fine or collect the fee for the license mm -hmm. Like that, yeah, there's no at the door remediation, but it's the same thing that we have here. We just are so used to getting stopped by the cops 
that we don't really think about like the ticket assessment. But we all make jokes about how, oh, they must be short on their quota. Cops are out everywhere kind of thing. It's the same thing. We just, we've divorced it from ourselves and recognizing that it actually is a, that it's a law or something that we've not paid attention to in our community to allow it to happen. But that's the other thing that I like about these movies. And I wish more people watch them because I don't think they're quite as niche as we make them because they are still about families. This is a heist movie. It's probably the most ridiculous heist movie ever. Well, I think that's, uh, I, so, no, so, so <laughs> wait, wait. When you say a heist, and this is why I didn't call it a heist movie because like, when you call because somebody a heist is, movie. It's the most tragic you, heist ever. Well, yeah, and like, when you call somebody a heist movie, you have a certain expectation for a heist. Yeah. And yeah, and that we does don't not actually uh, yeah, see the heist. Th- yeah, there's we just not, know it happened. Right. And so I, I wanted a post heist movie. Yeah, and that's why I went I was like, you gotta be very careful in calling this yeah. at first I thought it was gonna be a heist when I saw a scene, I was like, Oh, it's a heist movie. And then I watched it, I was like, No, this is not a heist movie. I can't I knew as can't, soon as yeah. I saw who he who was right. the lead actor that it wasn't actually gonna be an actual heist movie. I was like, there's I'm like, he's I'm like, he's an ensemble heist guy. I'm like, if he's in this, this is a character role. Mm-hmm. I'm sad because I would like to see Helen Mirren and him playing a heist. I would watch the hell out of that. Right. I was like, wait, you could have actually made this a heist. I would have been. But mm-hmm. then you see how dumb it was. And again, I think that's another thing, too. It's like, <sighs> couldn't do this shit in the U.S. either. That's another thing, too. I was like, I was like, this also only, this, this quote unquote heist and theft. Only works in somewhere that's not the U.S. Not here, right? Because uh, but 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 wait 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 wait. It only kind of sorta because there's a. I think it was during South by Southwest. Um, I watched a documentary that was actually about a couple who lived in Arizona, and when they died, uh, their family brought in you know like the people like pawn shop people to do the estate to check the house right mm-hmm. and he and his son had already taken everything they thought was part of their quote collection and he had turned it over to some semi goodwill type place and she noticed something in there that didn't look like a replica turned it over to Sotheby's and turned out it was a real expensive antique and then she went back and had them assess everything else that this fam- this father and son had donated to her now i personally thought that was a little shady because she should have called him and said you know you didn't donate replicas to me i know your mama might have told you this wasn't real but this was is absolutely real and it's worth half a million dollars mm-hmm. she had the entire collection auctioned off at sotheby's and made a pretty penny for her charity and i'm thinking that's what this this documentary is about right mm-hmm. turns out the people who were from the pawn shop who had gone in to do an assessment saw all these paintings on the wall and were like, oh, these are ugly. What is this? Go into the bedroom, notice that the door has an, an extra long doorstop and doesn't touch the wall. And there's a painting back there. And he's like, oh, we can put this here. And, you know, it's, it's, it's not too bad. Took it back to his pawn shop. A local artist from uh, the community comes in and says, is that real? Because if it is, I would like to buy it. These people had a missing Kandinsky or some shit hanging on the wall behind their bedroom door. And it turns out it had been stolen out of a museum. Hmm. 
And these motherfuckers stole it. They were some mom and pop adrenaline junkies living just like the chill life in like Arizona, New Mexico, collecting all this cute kitschy stuff. But a mixed in amongst all their kitschy stuff were shit from where they had gone places around the country. No one had ever been able to figure out how they funded their trips. They were thieves. Same age as the people in the Duke, by the way. So it could happen here, just not the way this fool gets in that building. Mm. But yeah, no, I feel what you're saying. It, that's why I didn't call it like a ransom movie or uh, like, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's a theft, but it's about the rest of it. But I do honestly think that this movie would appeal to more people who then would ordinarily watch it because there's a lot of stuff in here. So if you like dramas or you like kind of like those kind of fam- family dynamic character movies, you've got that in here. If you kind of like these humor and these weird quirky case movies that aren't set kind of like according to the propaganda model in the US, they've got that in here too. So I think it intersects with a bit more audiences than would ordinarily come into something that's a Sony classic because Sony classic is almost always niche. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But Um, I will say this, if you're one of those people who's always complaining that you've never seen any of the movies that end up being eligible for awards, part of that is probably because you don't watch Sony classic pictures. Mm. Would you disagree with that statement? No, not sure. The father favorites, you know? Mm-hmm. And you ended up liking the favorite. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, what would you uh, give this out of 10? I gave this a seven and a half. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm, I'm at a seven, solid seven for me. So, um, yeah. Like I said, it like I said, I, I just know this is just not gonna be on a lot of people's radar until maybe it's, around or it's not even gonna be a award season. Uh, it'll it'll pop up during award season, maybe and people will get it, but it's not gonna be like in the top of the awards or anything like that. No. Um so but it's not gonna be something these like are, the favorite, right? But No, um, these yeah. are those solid movies that ultimately end up on something where you can catch it where it's either streaming right. or uh, you know, and you can, and it can just be kind of interesting. But I, I'm just saying, if it comes across your radar, maybe watch it. Yeah, you might enjoy it more than you think. Yeah, I can go with that. I can go with that. So, um, all right, folks, uh, stay tuned. We have more reviews coming out. Uh, on movie trailer reviews in the next couple of weeks, so stay tuned for that. Um, also, uh, I still have to put up our uh, combo book club on um, DMZ, so that's coming on. I have that. I just haven't put it up on uh, premium. We'll probably get another one or two premium episodes up before the end of the month. I know that's coming up soon, but um, we'll figure yeah, out. And I got up. stuff in the yeah. bank, and I'm not sick anymore, yeah. so I will be getting back into the mix. I owe y'all so much stuff. I'm yeah. sorry. So, I was sick. Um, yeah. So, no problem. So stay tuned. Uh, We'll have that stuff coming out soon, and we'll be back until next time. We're out of here. Peace.